0: You're listening to Real Talk with Waz. I'm very excited to have you. Enjoy this episode. Louis, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, brother. It's great I, uh, to be here. I appreciate you coming. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I think uh, it'd be great to just start this off by talking about what it is that you're doing, how you're getting into videography more, or just video in general. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely, man. Um, so as you know like we we have a lot of history man you know mm-hmm. like being neighbors before and i was always into music you know yeah um cuz i think we live like right above each other so i was Yeah a always... little
0: little side story me <laughs> and Lewis were were neighbors for a while you went yeah. to you were in the same grade as my cousin live yeah, yeah 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 and um so to live ryan yeah lives at G. yeah and then um yeah we we just naturally have gotten closer and closer, you know, just...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just happen. It's been beautiful, man. Um, but yeah, so I started with music. I was doing that, like, mainly in my as a gig, just, like, being creative, letting those creative juices out. And then uh, I got into photography a lot more when I was in that space. And then um, we did some photo shoots as well, mm-hmm. just, like, kind of periodically. Yeah, dude. You um, know,
0: you were... That was my very first photo shoot before I even got licensed, wow, when you took those photos of me over in Hyde Park, yeah, where I had like the pea coat and the turtleneck,
1: yes, yeah, yeah, that was
0: like right before I was getting my license,
1: yeah, man, I remember that too. you were just go- you were going for it, and I was like, yeah, man. yeah, I think it was for LinkedIn, wasn't it, or
0: it or was it might it? have been I just wanted the headshots just for like social in general, yeah, um. Yeah. And I think you also wanted to experiment a little bit, and I did too, with what I had going on, so it just worked out. Yes. And then now it's like we've we've come full circle here, and yeah. you know, we're doing more content together, and yes. we're really starting to grow here.
1: It's been awesome, man, just working with you and just getting my foot in the door, uh, just being able to experiment with videography too. That's kind of mm-hmm. like the new medium I've been really focusing on. Yeah. Uh, I was dabbling in it for... A couple, like maybe like two years ago, just doing like random things and recording on my iPhone and using my DSLR to like try to, you know, film make and mimic that. But lately it's been a lot more serious and working with people, just trying new things. And um, there's a big, I think, market for people in social that want to build their brand and build their business, Mm -hmm. building that trust and letting people know who you are. Uh, as well as giving value in in the context of letting people know what it is that you do and being able to, like, get a glimpse into your every day. Yeah. You know, I started with vlogs, and that's yeah. kind of a way to, like, let people know who you are and get comfortable behind the camera. And then uh, now we're just doing, like, just, you know, little little pieces of content yeah
0: the yeah. the social media content the short reels yeah, yeah. for all the pe, all, all the people's <laughs> short attention spans you know
1: yeah exactly man tiktok kind of just
0: yeah it, it, it really snatched the whole industry it really did and now it's like i don't know i don't know about you but like i don't even watch movies a lot anymore Really, <laughs> it's like the, anything long form. It's like, yeah, give me the short snippet so I can yeah. just be onto the next thing,
1: right? Like, let me like condense it so I can absorb it and then yeah. like move on.
0: Yeah, know? exactly. And it it's it's like you want to be as efficient as possible and get as much task done as possible. And that's like another thing. Like you're always being pushed to do things one after the other, one after the other. Mm. And sometimes you do have to slow down and like you do have to watch a movie or yes. you just gotta, you know, soak everything in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I think it's a good to reset and just take time away, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes we get so boggled down by absorbing the content and it's, uh, I'm in school right now, kind of learning the media. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm in media studies. It's one of my classes. Um, and we really dive deep into what it is that the media really is like deep down Mm -hmm. and how it affects us as humans uh, absorbing the content and and watching the screens, you know, like the last class we had on Tuesday, professor was talking about if a child is watching TV for four hours a day, they're going to, their brains are essentially going to be morphed into a a different way. Their, their hippocampus is going to grow in a certain way and develop in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's all dependent on the media that you're, essentially absorbing or consuming you know so it's interesting looking at it at that way you know yeah
0: i think it's really interesting how you know the social media or just media in general is gonna affect the younger generation yeah because it's already basically taking a toll on them i feel like you know yep. it's like parents just hand the kids an iPad or hand them something to do. Yeah. And you know with my brother for instance, if he doesn't have something to do, he's probably going to misbehave or get into trouble, you know. <laughs> so it's like it's like, dude, go go watch TV. Right. Go play that game. Right. Like occupy yourself while I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. And not everyone does that. It's a it's a huge thing and you know the kids get phones younger and younger now, I feel like too, and that's it that's a problem. Yeah. Cuz all these kids are just so used to that and they're growing up with that. And I feel like they're not going to value life to its full extent Mm. because they're going to be in this false reality all the time.
1: Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard because if you think about it, older generations, especially in media, they always had a medium that was kind of absorbing them. Like you think about in in the nineties, like people that grew up, millennials they they grew up with the television right Mm -hmm. and then eventually it morphed into the the video game systems and people got kind of entangled in in the the new medium yeah and there was a concern about it but i think there's a there can be a good relationship with it it's just the way that um you kind of are susceptible to the content that you're absorbing mm-hmm. like how much time are you actually spending on are you going to let your child you gotta set boundaries
0: yeah you yeah. have to
1: have boundaries and you have to pay attention to what your kids are absorbing or the youth is absorbing because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things sometimes that you know or platforms that allow for that um for that
0: that's subliminal messaging to the kids, almost.
1: Yeah. There's there's no overseer. There's no yeah. night watch, you like know? Like, they
0: could see anything on there. Anything. These kids are going to get exposed to things that they shouldn't, and mm. they might not have control whether they do or not. Right. And they might not be doing it intentionally. Right, like I know Facebook's pretty bad. Like you go on the Facebook like real section, and it's like some random stuff. It's like, why do I want to see this? <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine what a kid would think if he saw some of the stuff on there.
1: Yeah, dude. I for some reason I don't know why, but on Facebook all I see is just UFC. Really? Yeah, like people getting just smashed in the yeah, face. It's,
0: it's it's so weird. <laughs> they like have these like niches that they just like pump out to people. Yeah, it's almost like they're doing like an experiment. To see what gets them to actually stop on that little tab,
1: it's 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 a little scary. I mean, there's there's science behind it, like Tristan Harris and uh, the social the social <laughs> dilemma, I believe. Um,
0: oh yeah, that that's a good one. Yeah, I isn't that isn't that a documentary? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I watched that.
1: I haven't seen the full thing, but like I've seen that him talk and and several different interviews and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, it's a little scary because it it's the ethic behind the attention that's being captured on these devices, you know, yeah. like, and there's all subliminal things, the red notification symbol that yep. brings out our awareness and our, and our attention.
0: They created the addiction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all these different things that, like I said, the hippocampus is responding to mm-hmm. and, and it and it gets us to behave in a certain way, you yeah. know, and, and sometimes those things are, Uh, subconscious or unconscious you know like Mm -hmm. you just naturally gravitate towards your phone to feel this type of you know reward system in your brain Mm -hmm. you know and it's the
0: doom scrolling you get get caught up scrolling it's like oh an hour passed yeah that that's that's a tough reality when you when you sit there and you're like yeah
1: (laughs) and sometimes you're like why am i even doing this like you you Mm -hmm. don't you don't feel good at least i don't like i don't it's
0: fake dopamine yeah, that's that's all it is, really. Yeah, it's cheap dopamine, and yeah. and it's it's because it's challenging, as, as us as humans to sit there with just our own thoughts. Mm. When you're sitting there and there's not a lot going on in today's day and age, it's hard to just sit there and soak it in and really think for yourself and think about everything. Because I think Jordan yeah. Peterson said he's like some people are like thinking. When they sit there with themselves, with no distractions, no nothing, that's when all the problems arise. You start seeing everything that you're doing wrong, yeah. and you start getting that anxiety.
1: But but you need to because yeah. it needs to be addressed.
0: Yeah, you need to experience that. Like yes. a, a big thing is like I try to leave my phone like further away on the nightstand, even though it shouldn't right. even be on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. But like for a little bit, I was waking up, going out of my bed, sitting on the couch and just sitting there for 10 minutes with nothing around me. I had a mm. notebook on on my coffee table and if I thought of something I'd write it down, really? but I would sit there with no phone.
1: Wow. And what do, that, you, what do you do? You just sit there. You do do you
0: you, you let your body kind of just wake up. You think about, you know, like what what you have to do today, like how are you feeling waking up? It's it's like wow. Yeah, it's it's a interesting thing. It's tough to do though. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Cuz you sit there and you're like okay. You're okay like, you gotta breathe it's almost like meditating yeah yeah
1: i try to do the same thing too man it's and it's so important because your body literally has to get in a mode where it's waking up you know mm-hmm. you have to look out into the sunlight and let your brain register that you're waking up you know yeah um andrew humerman i don't know if you absorb yeah any of he's an content. awesome dude he's super smart and just it, they do all these studies to really prove that um Just different productivity and just overall wellness. Um, That's one of the principles or or practices that you can do in the Mm -hmm. morning is just if when you wake up, don't go for your phone. Just go straight to where the sunlight is. And and, look at it, right? And just look outside and and let your brain just naturally wake up, you know. Um, I think that's the most important thing, man. If Mm -hmm. you want to, like, prepare yourself for a successful day. Yeah. It's just priming yourself to be able to, you know take in the day those first few minutes those that that first 10-15 minutes is really important and
0: it's all about just fighting that urge you know Mm. it's hard to break that that barrier sometimes you know yeah because it is an addiction it -hmm. really is but um you know it's good to use it to its advantages and not let it take over your life that's you know
1: exactly Exactly. And I
0: think that's kind of what we're doing. It's like yeah. we're posting content, but it's not like so time consuming. At least I try to – like for me when I post, sometimes I'll just shut my notifications off because mm. I know it's going to get some likes. So it's like I'd rather just not go on it because as soon as I get a like, I'm probably going to scroll more. Mm-hmm. So I just mute it, see yeah. how it reacts, and then I go on about my day.
1: You can do that. You can you turn off your notifications like within the app? Yeah, or... yeah. Because I – that's another thing that I kind of struggle with is when I get that red notification, or if I yeah. post something, I'm always like,
0: uh, "Okay, who liked it now? Who liked it now? Yeah, exactly. Who commented, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah." And I look forward to it sometimes. Like I'll leave it on away. I'll, I'll put yeah. my phone away, and then I'm like, "All right, let's wait a few hours to yep. see who likes it." And then you know, it's just a dopamine kick, though. Yeah, you know, exactly. And it's 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 um sometimes it can kind of be a, a not so healthy relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. I think uh we're doing good things with it, yeah at least
1: it's a, it's it's awesome if you know how to utilize it and mm-hmm. utilize it to its fullest potential, you know, especially for business or you know building your brand, you know
0: yeah um now what are you what are you learning um as of lately getting into you know more of the video content,
1: yeah, um, learning a lot, man, just like compositionally too, like what makes a video kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kind of experimenting too. Yeah. Well, not not experimenting. It was kind of like an accident. But um, the audio, what, like, what makes a really good video? You know, yeah. there's audio, there's lighting, there's the focus, there's the millimeter. It it, it all matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just been taking time to watch movies and understand the film because that's where my passion is. Really, is yeah, in film. Yeah, just an overall the composition of creating something meaningful within a beautiful system, you know,
0: a cinematic, yeah, a cinematic uh, aspect.
1: Yeah, there there's a lot of components to make a story compelling and you mm-hmm. have the visual, you have the audio, you have music. the music. Yeah, the yeah. the music, the the written word, yep. the script, the screenwriting. All of it plays hand in hand.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a whole lot that goes into movies. And that was always interesting. Um, I I took a movie class in mm. uh high school. Really? With uh Mr. Dick. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Ben Dick, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> I took his class and we actually made a short film at the end of the class. Oh. And um we made like a it was like a suspenseful uh short film about a guy with a a hook for a hand that went around killing people no yeah and and i i just thought it was so interesting because mr dick he was so involved with the movies Mm -hmm. and he just loved the aspect and he really got us think he really got me to think like more about what goes into them Mm. and i really do value movies a lot when i do watch them yeah like i don't watch them just to like pass the time i'll watch like good movies that i know people put a lot of effort and like soul into and like Yes. You know, like the good directors. You, I I love watching the movies that, you know, the critics mm. want to see.
1: Do you have a do you have a favorite director or like movie type that you kind of gravitate towards? Um
0: I w it's tough to say a favorite director. I do like Scorsese. His his mm. stuff's good. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a master. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I didn't see his new movie yet though.
1: The Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. That was really good. Was it? It's long.
0: Three yeah, hours. that's what I heard. Yeah. But like, I know, and all movies are so long nowadays. Yeah. Well, I want to hear your top three movies. Top of, three? Of all time. Of all time. Oh, man.
1: Well, I'm going to have to shout out um, Tom. Oh, no, not Tom. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Raimi. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. The first, yeah. The first original Spider-Man. That was one of my favorite films growing up as a kid and... Like developing as a as a teenager, and mm-hmm. I always looked up to the to that character. Um, what's his name? Toby, Toby Mag- Maguire. Toby Maguire, not Tom. Yeah. Spider
0: Man's probably my favorite superhero. Really? Yeah.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. There's there's just like a, a human aspect, and there's a humility. Yeah, exactly. In, in him, you know.
0: It doesn't it doesn't feel unattainable. It's like you could be Spider Man. Yeah. If only you could shoot webs. Yeah. But like you could you can never <laughs> be the Hulk. Right. You right. can never be Thor. Right.
1: That, those you know. are you can't be Superman. Yeah. You can't, you can't fly. be Superman exactly. But I can find a spider somewhere and yeah. Try to <laughs> we just gotta find good. the spider,
0: dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you find it, let me know so Don't, we can uh... put some acid
1: on him and then see what's good. You yeah, know,
0: exactly. Little
1: tongs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Spider Man so, so for sure. Spider Man, yeah. Um, I recently saw The Dark Knight. Oh, that's such a good movie. It's it's so yeah, just well, it's, it's so beautifully uh, put together, man. It's so great. You know. I've
0: seen that movie so many times and it never gets old. Never, yeah,
1: never, man. And it always like gets your heart racing like the yeah, and that's what I love Christopher Nolan. He, he takes the thriller and and mixes it with just different um, aspects, you know, he mm-hmm. makes you think, you know um, to the point where you like you have to watch it a few times to really good.: yeah, it.
0: he did inception too, right? Yeah, Christopher Nolan.
1: He did inception, Oppenheimer.
0: did he do Shutter yeah. Island?
1: No, that was Scorsese.
0: Yeah, I love Shutter Island. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leo, man. Yeah, he's um, good.
1: And then my third. Oh, man, that's a tough question. Yeah. Uh, I really love animation as well. Mm-hmm. So probably if I had to numb it down,
0: I'd probably say The Incredibles. Okay, that that movie
1: as well was. I wasn't
0: expecting that.
1: Way past its time.
0: That that is a good point. You know, it definitely was in in like the animation space. I feel like, mm. um, and it took forever for them to come out with a second. Yeah, I think it was sequel.
1: Like, it was like ten years. Yeah,
0: it's almost like know? the Avatar one. It's oh, like yeah. Avatar was so good and ahead yeah. of its time that they waited until the CGI caught up to make it even better. Right, right. So we waited another ten years for that too. I think even more.
1: That was um. James Cameron, right? Yeah. yeah. I, did you see the second one? I did. I liked it. Yeah. I haven't I haven't yet checked it out. I know it's very like <laughs> You should watch
0: it. It's it's good.
1: <laughs> my uh my uncle, he's 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 big into film too. I I would say he got me into loving film and we always critique movies. He told me it was just like a video game. You know? yeah
0: <laughs> it's very immersive like when you're wa- when you're watching yeah. it like it it really is good to see those kind of movies in the theaters mm-hmm. but like i watched it on my tv it's like if you got a decent tv it's like you yeah. shut all the lights off watch that thing you're like whoa you feel like you're a part of the world yeah it's so cool like all the little details that james cameron does in that it's like mm-hmm. pre- it's pretty good
1: and it's just going to continue to get better and better like yeah soon if you get those vision goggles
0: yeah, you know what I mean. The Apple Pros. Yeah, yeah, you can just
1: put them on, and then you have your whole projection, in which like, would be crazy.
0: You know, yeah.
1: How do you feel about those the the Vision Pros?
0: It's interesting. Yeah. I think it's I think it's it's definitely going to take some modifications. I, I you can definitely see where the hiccups are going to be. Mm-hmm. I I've watched a lot of reviews on it too, and I'm like, yeah, definitely not worth the money. Mm. I would not pay because it doesn't even do everything yet. It what, doesn't do a
1: lot. It's like four grand, right, or something like that.
0: Yeah, like thirty-two or thirty-six hundred. Like that's insane, that's man. Insane. And people were saying it's like uncomfortable the way it sits on your head. Yeah, um, they said you can still see a little bit of light come in. And I'm like, yeah, this thing should be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, paying, that, I'm paying, I'm paying thirty-six hundred for a pair of goggles. It's not worth it. Not
1: at least not that's yet. That's a
0: nice little bonus. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna keep that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, spend it on something else. Yeah, spend
0: know. it on something more beneficial.
1: Yeah, wait wait, maybe like, you know. We're we're young, you know. So yeah, I'll I'll wait could, I'll wait
0: for the next gen. Yeah,
1: next gen, yeah. maybe a couple gens after. Yeah, and,
0: we got time. They're well, gonna
1: Well, you can put on the the glasses. Yeah, glasses. Have you
0: seen one. the movie Ready Player One? No. Oh, you gotta watch that.
1: I, I hear that's good.
0: That man. is such a good movie. And mm-hmm. It's crazy because in that movie, they they have the glasses, right? Mm. But they also have, like, a suit so you can, like, feel stuff when you're in the, the oh. space. And then they also have, like, a little traction table where, like, you lock yourself in and you can, like, run, like, in place. Whoa. It's crazy. But I saw a video. Um, it was someone that works at Disney has been working on something like that where it's, like, you can run in place. And it's, like, this little mat of, like, these blue little square pieces. And it was, like, mm. they were walking in place and they were just moving like a treadmill it was the craziest thing i've seen i I, i'll show you it after this but yeah yeah wild so it's like if if they have that and then the goggles and like people are just immersed into like these worlds Mm -hmm. it's like we're saying people are out of touch with reality and lose value of life yeah we're we're really gonna lose it then it's
1: it's a scary domain man (laughs) because
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be cool at first but it's gonna it, it's gonna be another addiction.
1: People aren't gonna want to get out of their house, yeah. Know? Because nope. why 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 do you need to? You'll have everything you need. They're gonna
0: go to work and be. They're like, I can't wait to get home and get on. I can't wait to get home and get on. You know, <laughs> like when you are a kid, like, and you wanted to go play <laughs> video games with dude, the friends after oh, school. <laughs> oh my god,
1: I can't wait, dude. I used to be the same way, man. Just yeah, like I would literally get a game from like GameStop and mm-hmm. I would literally run into my room. Like yeah. all the, the bag is flying, it's still up in the air and the receipt somewhere and I'm just in there like <laughs> yeah. put, putting it in yeah. to the to the PS2 or, you know, GameCube and, yeah. you know.
0: GameCube is good for sure.
1: Shout out to Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: So, um, with, uh, I like this. I like where we're going with this. Um, <laughs> I, I do, I do think it's interesting that film is where you want, is that, that that's where you want your end goal to be. Yeah, you want to be involved more with like long form content versus the short short form stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like I, <clears throat> I'm very immersed. Uh, I want to immerse uh, myself into what it means to create something, to create a meaningful story, to create mm-hmm. compelling stories. Um, because for me, I, I recently discovered that is, I believe, my calling. Mm. You know. Um,
0: so I wonder how you could intertwine that with what you're doing now and still find that that like passion and meaning in in what it is you're doing and you know because you're still involved with film Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of whether it's short or long yes you know what i mean
1: yes yeah no i i have been experimenting and and i think for me it's like getting those slow-mo and like getting things beyond the immediate picture that you see so like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different frames within a a movie or a short film that compel you and, and and take your attention to certain places, you know? Um, So being able to do that in real time is like get different angles, get different, uh, you know, slow-mo just these things I'm trying to incorporate more and more to create more of like a meaningful uh, or compelling type of
0: visual. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're you're pretty good at that like thinking like B-roll, okay? I need something B-roll. I need yes. I want I want to make something good so like yeah, it's eye-catching. Yes. And um that's why I mentioned that that fix and flip coming up. I was like mm. I, cuz I really think we could make something cool out of that. Yeah. And I know it might be a little bit longer form mm-hmm. because it's going to be showing the transition from fixed fixed up and yeah. you know I think that would be a good experimental aspect and a good uh, thing for both of us, you know? Yeah,
1: 100%. Uh, being able to, like, capture it, see the past, and then bring it into the new. Yeah. Just, like, experiment with that for sure. And I think also um, drone photography or, or videography as well, getting the mm-hmm. drone adds a whole nother spectacle. It does, yeah. To the To the medium because yep. you're getting shots where you don't see those shots every day you can't you know fly up there and see you know those those uh those visuals so adding on to the drone and then just like experimenting i like i want to incorporate different types of lighting as well and just like different colors i know you guys with the short form content i know it's kind of like you're looking for a certain look and stuff like that but on my own i've kind of just been experimenting and playing with different lights and color Mm -hmm. because those all play into the into the medium into the visuals the color is very important the light is even more important yeah you know so recently i went to boston and just just filmed out there for fun you know Mm -hmm. film myself and try to get the different buildings and different aspects and you know just have fun with it you know yeah Um, definitely but I think it's gonna to start to get interesting and and this is where you guys are like us working together is is really helping because it's able we're able to develop like structure the content a little bit more mm-hmm. you know because it's it's not just a point and shoot you have to have a message, you have to have a reason, a purpose behind what it is that you're saying, yeah, and so that has been really helpful to the creative aspect as well because when you film something creatively. You ask yourself, like, what is this for? What is the purpose behind this shot? Mm -hmm. What it is that? What can I compel behind this shot? What can I make someone experience with this shot? You know, and
0: I, I think you bring an interesting dynamic to it as well, Um, Mm. because I feel like you almost make the the subject, the person you're recording, think a little bit bigger. Mm. um because you uh you have a big bigger mindset in terms of like going the long form and all the little cuts and all that versus you know there there are people that do film and they probably just you know pitch up the camera they record you okay Mm -hmm. that's it you know right you 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 do think a a little bit deeper into it and Mm -hmm. that might that might deter some people they're like dude just record me but like Mm -hmm. i i i think that's a good thing because it's like Made me want to make more meaningful content and not just like the the typical like real estate content you see all the time, you know, because yes. as you know, real estate content, I feel like is very mundane and boring, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. because people I, see so much of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like when it comes to content, like what really sticks out to you, you know, like mm-hmm. what makes you feel like, whoa, like that? I love that. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been paying attention a lot more to that because yeah. there's a reason. There's yeah. a reason why you you rewatch a film. There's a reason why you go back to a post. There's a reason why you have a saved button. Yeah, or uh, the share button. The share yeah. button, you Yeah. Know? There's a reason why you're compelled to it. And so that's the science that I'm trying to mm-hmm. delve into, you know, yeah. and make it, make the content meaningful for the heart and for the viewer to experience it and, and feel like this this sense of belonging, almost, or this mm-hmm. sense of connection.
0: You could almost be like the Cole Bennett of uh, real estate.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know Cole Bennett, Lyrical
0: Lemonade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: My brother, my brother. Shout out to Roman. He, yeah. Uh, he shout really, out Roman. He loves it. He's man. A,
0: he's a big fan of Lyrical Lemonade. Huge. Like everything he wears. He's got he the wears. sneakers too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was jealous <laughs> when he got those. But yeah. Yeah. Cole Bennett, he directed a whole album. Mm. So like most people do, music videos for one single mm. on their album. But he dedicated a whole album, got everybody together, and he filmed it like a movie. So he went into the music industry and almost made it like you are, you know? Mm. So he he made it like more of an art and really focused on that long form stuff and creating a story versus the the, the typical hip hop stuff where it's just like, you know, like dudes riding around in a Rolls Royce, sticking their head out the window and then... A right. girl shaking her butt and then, like, <laughs> you know, like the typical yeah. hip hop stuff, but his stuff mm-hmm. is really immersive and it makes you like look at the music and listen to it differently even.
1: A hundred percent.
0: And and now that I'm saying this, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. It's like real estate content is blah sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think it's cool. The dynamic that you're bringing to it.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that, man. And yeah, that's, that's exactly what I aim to bring to the table is, mm-hmm. is to be able to take anything the subject and 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 make a meaningful piece of content for others to to view and share and and that's all i want to do and and it doesn't matter what it is that you're selling it could be anything you know it could even be just talking to the camera and saying something you know yeah telling your truth and being real with the world Mm because you don't know who can that affect you don't know who that can impact and i think it's really important to be able to have that real talk have that, have that, have that, real, have that realness into the aspect of of these platforms and just connect with one another. That
0: know? that was a big thing for me too, um, because like recently I like posted about my why and I was like mm-hmm. I, I I told people my my story in a, in a way and I was very oh, should I post this I don't know it's like it's yeah. personal but it's like I the thing that really pushed me over was like. But this might actually help someone. Mm. Like someone might hear my story and want to do better for their life, or be like, "Oh shit!" Like yes. that's that's exactly what I'm going through. You yeah. never know. Yes. So it's like whatever, like whatever you feel is right in the moment, just just put it out there to the world mm-hmm. and let the world take it for what it is. Yes. You know. Yes. If it flops, it flops, but that's okay. At least your intentions were right. Yes. You know.
1: It, it's it's like um, saying hello to your neighbor. I feel like. Yeah. You, but you reach way more people when you post a story and you say something. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I always try to be positive on, on you know, these different stories, just like encouraging one another because the world needs more encouragement. They do, yeah. You know, at like there's so much negativity going around and a lot of people are always being told whether they're it's subconscious or not that they can't. But I want to people, tell people that they can and mm-hmm. I, I want to instill that encouragement and that love for other people to be able to go for what it is they want to go for and 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 allow them to have that faith and that desire mm-hmm. you know cuz that's I truly believe that I think if you truly desire something and you have 100% conviction and faith in what you want to do then nothing is going to stop you
0: 100% you know yeah
1: nothing is going to stop you except you
0: I'm a firm believer in that too
1: you know and and the only and and sometimes it's tricky because the world is sometimes against us because Mm -hmm. there's subliminal things there's these subconscious things that keep us back like sometimes the phone like Mm -hmm. or or tiktok just another obstacle yeah those are those are all obstacles and you know we have to have the persistence to to go after what we want even in in spite of failure Mm -hmm. you know that's a beautiful thing and that's why i love gary v shout out to gary v is like Able I hope to, I hope he's listening. I hope he is, dude. <laughs>
0: I might have to get Gary V on the next podcast. Dude, you got to get him in here, dude. He would
1: <laughs> flip this whole shit. Yeah, in, I know. know? Um, but he he, something I love that he says is that he loves losing. Mm-hmm. He has a great relationship with losing. Like there's this one video. He's like, I secretly hope my business goes to zero, and people go on social media say I was full <laughs> of shit, and in the dirt and in the pain, he rises like a phoenix. You and,
0: grow. Yeah. Like, w- you can't grow without failure. The people that were just spoon-fed to get to the top, mm-hmm. they lack so much other shit that yes. you need in life. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a meat and, and potatoes. Yeah. You, you really need it. And that was a big thing for me, is I was like, I dealt with a lot of shit growing up. But mm-hmm. that is what made me the person I am right now. Like, that is yeah. what's gotten me to this point where I'm so confident to be, you know, talking on a podcast, doing short-form content, mm-hmm. or just you know, investing in myself and, you know, being self-employed and doing all this stuff for me, I wouldn't be doing that if I didn't go through all those failures and hardships because you really mm. do grow from failure. Yes. And I I, I really, really strongly believe that. Mm. Yeah. And I think too many people are scared of failure.
1: Mm-hmm. But but here's the thing with failure, you learn so much in that small amount of time. Mm-hmm. When you fail, when you go for something, Right. If the, you're going to learn so much more through going through failure versus going, th- just being scared to take it, the chance, mm-hmm. the the risk, you know, you learn so much more on the opposite side of fear, you know? Yeah. And there's It's, it's like
0: when, uh, like my, <clears throat> like my buddy, one of my buddies said, he's like, when, when you're growing up to talk to a girl, all it takes is three seconds of confidence. Yeah. After that, it's like, you're already talking to her after three seconds. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so and, that's, that applies to everything. Yeah. Three seconds of confidence. That's all you need. You're about to go on stage and talk to thousands and thousands of people. Three seconds of confidence. Guess mm-hmm. what? Because once you walk over there and you're, you say that first word, you're already going. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And then you forget about yeah. it. You're in the space that you've you've always found yourself in, you yep. know? And, and, and that's the thing. We got to get over that initial hump of mm-hmm. fear. Yeah. And then once you're out of that hump or over that hump, then yeah. things break start to,
0: out of your shell. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And dude, I can't tell you how many times I've been afraid to talk to a girl. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I, I I pull the trigger and then talk to the next girl and then it's super easy. Yeah. You know? And, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to not be afraid, Yeah, you know? And, and that's what I think sometimes is holding us back is fear,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? A hundred percent. Do you feel like you are, um, more confident now Mm. where you're at?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm pretty, very confident in my ability.
0: Yeah, and I'm confident. as you should be.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm confident in the in the uh, in the long term, mm-hmm. and and I think that's what kind of sets it apart is being able to look in the next 15 years and be like, okay, where am I going to be? Yeah, you know, where how far have I come uh, in in film and music and and all these different mediums, um, and in just life in general, just not being afraid. You know, I I definitely feel a lot more confident in my ability and a a lot goes into it. You know, my faith, Mm -hmm. my my belief in God, my the people that I surround myself with, Mm -hmm. you know, and and just being able to stay true to myself is the most important thing. And that, I think, instills the most confidence is surrounding yourself with a community that want to build you up and want to build each other up together, Mm -hmm. you know. Um,
0: Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. I think being around the right people can, w- being around the right people that allow you to be yourself, mm-hmm. but also challenge you beyond that. Yes, is is what it's all about. Yes, you it's, ne- you need to have those people around you. It's
1: it's comfortable to be around the same people that kind of like, you know,
0: that you can like joke around with and laugh about, and then you realize that f- you know ten years pass and it's like we're still joking around and laughing.
1: Right. Well right. where'd life go? Right. <laughs> it's
0: exactly. like I I like being around people that really want more out of life yes you know that they really just like they they value those little things they value like the big picture stuff too and it's like Mm -hmm. that that is just beautiful to me it's like creating this podcast was a big that was a big reason because I wanted to be able to connect with people and find those type of people and almost extract it out of people you know Mm. because because I want to grow myself Yes. And I know other people do too. So just having natural conversation, it might change your life. It might change my life. But I think it's just a a great thing to have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to think large. Like I have this thing on my wall that says, think XXXL,
0: you know, (laughs) because I
1: I, I just want to think big. What is it,
0: four or five Xs?
1: It's like five X's, yeah, I think. Yeah, five yeah. X. Yeah, just to emphasize the
0: Grand Cardone would have said, "said put ten X's." On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Grand Cardone, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're totally right, man. Just like because we all have that instinct within us mm-hmm. to go after our dreams, to think big. Yeah. No one, no one wants to work a nine to five. You know. No one. No some one. Some people do. That is true. That you is know? true. I think. I think some people like that. That stability, and that's okay.
0: Because yeah. um, some people can find. Like for some people, a nine to five's great. Mm-hmm. They can go in and clock out and not focus on work at all and focus on the stuff that they they enjoy. And yeah. you know, like when you when you aren't working a nine to five, you really got to find a balance to juggle it and find that joy while doing all this stuff. Right. They they can they can relax. And you know, some people make a make a good living with a nine to five, and they have a happy, mm-hmm. healthy life. Yeah. So it's like both sides got pros and cons. Um 100%. I think it's all about personal growth, you know. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're 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 definitely right. I think nine to five you can be happy working in a nine to five, you know. Um I think what I mean though is that people always have the instinct, I think, to think for themselves. They want to think for themselves, they wanna live their life on their terms. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes uh, those things like a nine to five can destabilize or, or not allow us to to live our own life. I think that's the importance of being in real estate too. People want to own their own homes. They don't want to be under the surveillance or or tyranny of a of a you know of
0: other tenants of other tenants or, or property yeah. management. Yeah. You know,
1: like if you have a if you have a leak or if you have a hole in your wall, you want to be able to be like okay. I have a hole in my wall. I want to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, go through all these hoops and ladders and obstacles to try to get this little hole in my wall fixed when I have the tools and the knowledge to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that comes. It's it's the same way looking at business. You know, I want to build my own future. I want to build my own business that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so, how can I do that with? in this in this life and, and how can I break off the path of, you know, being conforming, you know, being conformed to this to this lifestyle that we sometimes allow the world to kind of dictate on us. Yeah. You know? Um and that's the thing. I think I think we're we're own owners. We have our own rights and we're made in the divine image of God. And I think we owe it to ourselves in this planet to be our own people. Mm-hmm. and to be our own leaders.
0: Yeah. You know. I like that and I think f- for me like I've I've uh, recently gotten back into my faith and I I I mm-hmm. like honestly believe that I am on God's path here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just I'm just following his path and you know the things that I do on a day to day are what are going to fuel my business and the reason I have the motivation to do that and get up every day and keep doing it um, I know there is a bigger picture. Nice. I know there is going to be a huge, um, you know, domino effect down the line, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it makes me excited almost, me too. um, yeah. ha- having that faith and being able to just go day by day with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, and you'll be able to look back and be like, Hey man, like I went for it. I took mm-hmm. the risk and it was, you know, it sucked sometimes and, and, and it was hard. Yeah. You know, a lot of restless nights, but you look in the future, in the future you'll look back and you'll be glad that you did. You took yeah. the risk and you'll be able to see your family, you know, in this beautiful home.
0: I was thinking about that today. Um mm. I drove past I was in uh Pelham. So mm. there was like this nice cul-de-sac of houses. Yeah. They were all like new construction. I went around the cul-de-sac because I took the wrong turn. Um <laughs> yes. and I'm like What's it gonna be like when I actually give my kids a house like this? Yeah, because growing up in a cul-de-sac, I'm like, I didn't, I don't, I don't know what that's like. So, what is it mm. gonna be like when I have this whole family and I work so hard and I got them to this nice, beautiful home in a cul-de-sac with a nice yard? We got a cute dog, and right, it's like that's that's when it, I'm gonna sit. I know I'm gonna sit there. I'm just gonna be like. Wow, I really did it for them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's for that for the future generation.
1: Yes. You break the cycle. Yeah. Man. You and then and then you instill in your in your kids, you know, to think big and that you can do they can do anything yeah. that they've set their mind to.
0: Exactly. And that's where
1: you you set the cycle. You you, you set the path for growth and success in yeah. the future, you know.
0: When we have mm-hmm. kids, I think it's gonna be very important to teach them how how they have to work for things you know what i mean yes it's like you work so hard and then you give your kids everything you didn't have and then they become those privileged kids that you never were and that's what you don't want because then it you're just starting the cycle over yes you know
1: there needs to be discipline for sure yeah i think discipline discipline sets sets people apart sets the tone apart and and Overall, the lifestyle part is being able to distill in your kids what it means to lose, mm-hmm. or what it means to actually succeed and go after something and earn something. That's that's very powerful because if you just hang, if you just give them, you know, Fruit Loops every day, he's gonna be like, "Where's my Fruit Loops?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But that's but a good, you gotta that's a good be way to put it. You yeah. gotta be like, "Hey, man, the milk is over there. The cereal is over there. Yeah, get yourself a bowl and make sure you clean the bowl after you're done." Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: That's what that's what I was trying to get my uh, younger brother doing. You yeah. know. at first, like, What's for dinner? He's like, I want a snack. I'm like, You know where the snack cabinet is. Right, right. Go right. get one. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. But like it's it's so interesting seeing kids grow up. Yeah, it is. Um it is, man. Like what like when you were a kid, do you think what what, you, what did you want to be? Like what what were you doing? Well, <laughs> dude,
1: when I when I was growing up I wanted to be a, a cartoonist.
0: Oh really? Yeah, like, like I, animations?
1: Yeah, like animations like uh like Danny Phantom, like Sponge I love Bob.
0: Danny Phantom. Yeah. That dude. was one of my favorite shows. Really? Yeah.
1: Dude, the theme song? Danny
0: Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was good.
1: Dude, I, I love that show so much and uh just all the different Nickelodeon shows and Cartoon Network. Like yeah. I I grew up in that, you know? And watching Toonami, watching Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, like all these different shows. I was like, okay. I want to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and then from that grew the film aspect, you know, because um, I used to draw a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of where the creativity kind of started.
0: You've and always been a creative, huh?
1: Always, man. Yeah. Ever since I was like three years old, I was tracing drawings and, you know, just making different things and yeah. always trying to experiment and, and see what works and Sometimes it was a little unorthodox, like I would clean my room and organize my room in such a weird way. Yeah. Like I would put like my dresser sideways, put my TV on top of it, try to make it like <laughs> different than what it was. Going
0: for a different, uh, a futuristic look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You could say I that. don't
0: think you could stage a house. <laughs> no, no,
1: definitely not. No, no,
0: no. Imagine walking into a house and you see the, the dresser sideways. That would be weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you. It's it's cool when you're a little kid though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And my mom, she was super encouraging too. She would always be like, hey, just do your thing. Like, yeah. You know. um,
0: That's good. It's good to have that. I I was a similar way too. Like I was, I did the drawing, but I mainly like, I was big on Legos. Legos Mm, were a big thing for me. Really? Yeah.
1: Legos are amazing. Yeah. Because there's so much creativity there too. You can just build.
0: And, like, with kids being so consumed with everything, just to go back to it all, like, hmm. they're consumed with the technology. They don't get to enjoy those things. Yeah. You know, like, kids want a video game for Christmas versus a box of Legos. Right. Which is sad to say.
1: Or, like, a football or, like, you know. Yeah. Sometimes we got to go back to those primitive um, those primitive instincts, I think, playing with, you know, different yeah. sports and going outside. And, you know, I used to... yeah. I used to be in a place, you know, when I was living down with my dad in Florida, because that's mm-hmm. where originally I'm from, I would go out there and meet up with these kids on the street, and we would just, like, catch frogs, yeah, you know, and, and get our hands dirty, and I would yeah. come home filthy, you know? I
0: loved doing shit like that. Yeah. Those simpler times. Yeah,
1: man. And, like, playing manhunt and man just, like, yeah. being afraid of in the, uh, being in the woods, like, yeah. you know... I. I, I sometimes miss that miss that aspect of being a kid of like being mm-hmm. so feeling everything, Yeah. allowing the urges to be
0: feeling just, everything, but almost nothing at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, it's like you really don't realize it until you're this age. Yeah, you were just a little kid. You, you, were, weren't, really, you weren't really thinking big picture, and then you look think about it. It's like, dang! I. It's like that. It's like that quote from the Office that Andy says. Hmm. I wish I knew I was in the good times when the good times were here
1: hmm that's deep you know that's deep man. Yeah. i yeah it's true and like when you're a kid you're just you're experiencing the world and you're not thinking about oh like
0: the repercussions you know yeah. you're just going
1: you're like what you're not thinking about oh what what does he think or what is that you know and yeah it wasn't until school when I was going to school, more that like that mm-hmm. started to develop. Yeah, because I was I would be you start bullied.
0: gaining a little bit of like weird social skills, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I till this day, man. Like sometimes I don't think I got it, you know, with social skills. And people are like, "What are you talking about? You got it?" And you know, I was an awkward kid growing up.
0: Yeah. You know, like people used to bully I th- me. I think you are just soft spoken, hmm. but I think there there is a, a huge benefit to that because people almost will. Like, lean in to listen to you. Mm. It makes you interesting. It makes yeah. you stand out from the rest. Mm. It's like, the loudest in the room is often the... But what's the saying?
1: The loudest in the room is usually the one that's in the most pain.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I, I've gone through so many different trials, man. Yeah. Like, going to Keene State College and... Just a whole different journey. You went to Keene State? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to Keene State back uh, when we were living back at the old place. Yeah. Um, I went there for a year. I lived there okay. for, uh, for two semesters. I had my own single bedroom or dorm really? room. Really? You yeah. didn't
0: have a, a roommate?
1: No, we thought we were. I thought I was, but he he never ended up showing up, you know. Oh, damn. So I just had my own room. Yeah. And it was just a whole experience, you know, just like. I got in with a frat and made, I made, I made some good friends, you know, and.
0: You were in a frat? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, I didn't pin you as a frat guy. Phi
1: Sig, I think. Or no, Phi Lam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, Phi Lam. Um, I didn't stay in there very long. No? No. It was a good group of guys, but I think it was just kind of, um, it wasn't for me. Yeah. You know, very. It's not for me either. Yeah. Uh,
0: You know. Props for even trying.
1: Yeah. Because I was into that. I was partying all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. I love being the that energy. The energy yeah. of like something that's novel and there's music and you can make people feel a certain way. And, mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you have alcohol involved, it's this whole different game because you can really step out of the mundane. Yeah. You know,
0: it's, it's like that outer body <laughs> experience it, you do stuff that you normally wouldn't
1: literally out that outer body. Yeah. Know? Um but it was beautiful, man. I had some beautiful time and times and Do
0: you do you feel like you're in the right place now? Or do you still feel lost? I feel like a therapist right now. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wouldn't say I feel lost. I feel like I'm in like like you what you were saying like on God's path. Mm. Um for the longest time I didn't feel like I was on the right path. I still felt lost. Mm-hmm. You know, I joined the military. In hopes to kind of find myself through that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. You know, I went through the military. I was happy for a little bit during the training, but then I came back here and I was like, damn, like I'm kind mm-hmm. of back where I started. So being able to like step outside of myself and figure out my passion, my calling has really helped. You know, mm-hmm. it's building the story. Like a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a storyteller. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, you are. I and and doing that in different mediums. Yeah. I think is is my calling and trying to develop how that how that really looks. But I I think God t- spoke to me. He gave me a vision one time when I was watching <clears throat> this animation, it's called Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Um and it might sound silly, but I was watching this animation and and just a this shock kind of happened came over my body where i was watching this scene and there was music and this past memory of this character mm-hmm. um and then I, I, I just felt like god was communicating with me like hey this is what you're supposed to do this is where you're supposed to be is this feeling this mm-hmm. this 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 the way of seeing things in in the world yeah you know um, And that's where I kind of like grew upon that and started reading different books and, you know, learn from different people that are also storytellers and really hone into that. And so far, my compass has not swayed at all. Mm. I've been able to really narrow it down. And yeah. usually when, when you're on the wrong path, you kind of have a, this instinct of, oh, maybe I should be over here or over here. But lately it's just been.
0: You feel like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. You're on it. That's good.
1: Yeah. Paying attention to my instincts and just overall like mm-hmm. sense, you know.
0: I'm uh I'm happy that you're you're at that point now. Yeah, because it's it's overwhelming when you're torn between a couple things. But yeah, I think when like we met up for coffee and we just like started getting the ball rolling, it was like you know you just got to jump into something. You gotta mm. you gotta try something and then realize that it's the wrong thing until you because you you're never gonna know. Yes, you know, and you 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 do have this idea of the long form content and film in general. And I think what you're doing now is great. Like I said, you're adding a whole different um, level to it or mindset to it in a sense, Um, which is really great. And um, you, I'm sure your younger self would be proud, you know, Mm. you just got to always remember like where you came from. Mm. Like I'm at this point now and I was there before. So I'm proud of myself. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> it's important to be proud of yourself. Yeah, be grateful for it. You know,
1: sometimes it is kind of hard to be in a in a state of like, oh, I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I always feel like there's something more to learn. There's something new to do. Yeah, um but it is good to reflect and be like, wow, like three years ago, I would have never thought I could be here. Mm -hmm. know how to work a camera like this or know how to know what 60 frames per second means or Mm -hmm. you know
0: well you're here now yeah exactly get used to it yeah comfortable (laughs) and start you know start start really getting into it Mm -hmm. um so i want to do what i do uh towards the end of every episode Mm -hmm. um every guest leaves a question for the next guest oh um so. so my last guest sarah she left me this question And I'm going to ask you, how do you how do you measure and define success for yourself? It's kind of broad, but I feel like it's almost like what is your level of success and what does it mean to you?
1: My level of success for me,
0: like your definition. Yeah.
1: Hmm. There's many ways I could kind of go about it. I think for me, success. allows it, it. allows me to understand that I can really do anything I want to do and there's nothing blocking me from being able to do what I want to do. So like if I want to um, go to, you know, New York City and spend a week over there or, or buy a house in, in, in Florida or, There's a lot of monetary things there that I think Mm -hmm. um,
0: being able to do what you want to do without having the stress of like, can I really do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's success on paper, Mm -hmm. but true success within, I think, is being able to be free in your own mind, to be, to always have oneness and stillness Mm -hmm. within yourself Mm-hmm. And to not allow other people's point of view or perspective to weigh down on you um and to truly follow your compass and to be fully convicted in what you're doing is the right path, I think that is success is being able to i like that always be true to yourself and to follow that guide
0: mhm you know? yeah that's good.
1: Because I think we all have a guide within us, yeah. Um, and for me, it it wasn't until I followed that guide truthfully, like, I, and I mean, a hundred percent truthfully, mm-hmm. following that guide with my entire spirit and conviction,
0: and just being all in on that, and being
1: all in. Mm-hmm. I think that, and then you know, having money is is important, but it's not everything. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't, I don't think. I'll still if I don't make, you know. You 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 could put a number on it, but it really doesn't really matter.
0: It doesn't I, change anything cuz you could have all the money in the world and still be unhappy. Exactly. And still not be your true self. You exactly. could be acting as someone else. Exactly. If I if I were to get rich and famous from all this and I wasn't being my true self, then it it would suck. I would absolutely yeah. hate it and I would want I would want it all to disappear. But because I'm keeping it real. And having these talks with people, being myself, I feel like I'm, you know, I'd be okay if I were to blow this thing out of the water and just mm. like really make it, mm. you know? Yeah. And that's, that's just a great way of putting it. I think that you.
1: I think, I think it's being grounded too. You're, you're grounded in who you are and what your values are mm-hmm. and you're, and, and all the external won't allow you to, won't corrupt you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, and that's that's true success but for me personally that's that's good you know i i love being able to experience things and maybe it could be to my own detriment but i i really value being able to go out and experience and
0: like relationships or just like
1: well both both like i think for me being able to not worry monetarily is is Mm -hmm. important um and going, being able to go to like China or, or Japan, yeah, travel I mean, a little bit more, yeah, travel experience. And then I yeah. think I think I need to get that out of my system first because I've never been able to really do it. Yeah, and then once
0: you can almost intertwine what you're doing now. Yeah, maybe we start a travel vlog. I've always wanted to travel. you yeah. want to just start backpacking and we'll vlog and get famous off of that, dude. Let's. I'm serious.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Like, cause like yeah. this summer I'm going to Canada. I'm gonna travel. Oh, that's sweet. I have a friend, uh, Joseph. He's and he goes to berkeley mm. um and so he was talking about living in canada and wanted to maybe travel up there and, and yeah make some music and
0: travel whenever you can you know it's it's we, we need to do it mm-hmm. we got to experience the world there's so much more outside of this you know yeah i always i always talk about it i'm like i just I picture myself being a snowbird. Not, I don't want to be here for the winter because, like, right. why be cooped up for four months when, like, I could be traveling somewhere else right. and experience a whole different world? Yes. You know, you never know who you're going to meet, what you're going to see. It's it's just cra- a crazy thing, crazy thing to think about. Yes.
1: I, and, and I think there's a connotation to traveling sometimes that mm-hmm. you you, you want to go out and be like a tourist yeah but i think it's really going into the dirt into the mud of certain countries or certain places where you're just in there like
0: experiencing it how the like the, the normal people would
1: yes and i think when you're able to see and intertwine yourself with different cultures yeah you then get everything laid out all the cultures and then you're able to instill that into one yeah your one being
0: it's like that guy um is it anthony bourdain yeah yeah that's what he did rest in peace yeah rest in peace but he he was awesome and Mm -hmm. i loved watching his stuff because it was so cool to see his experiences with different people different cultures
1: and that that to me is my idea of success being able to have these rich experiences with people Mm -hmm. and but also love them and and not have the shallowness of certain external things get in the way Mm -hmm. you know and being able to cook for people or or you know, go to a home and and give them a turkey or, you know, like on Thanksgiving or something, you know, give them back, you know, like there's, there's a lot of ideas of success, but I would say that is just like being true to yourself and also being able to
0: experience that
1: experience, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, I think that's a very good point to end it on. Yes. And I really do appreciate you coming on here.
1: Thank you for having me, brother.